Welcome to the Reaching the World Bible Church podcast. This is Pastor Henry and Ella Looney. Our prayer is that you enjoy the word for today. What are you talking about today? As always, on these uh, Wednesday sessions, uh, our Reaching You with the Word, we talk about different areas of faith, and there's no exception today. Today, we entitled this message, and it's very important because not very, well, I say believers tend to forget about this. Well, Pastor, what's, what did you entitle it? We entitled this today, You Have the authority to claim your family. What? You, me, Pastor, you have the authority to claim your family. It's so important for us to know that we have the authority in the Word of God to claim our families. And the fact is, when we highlighted this particular message, every believer has authority in his own household. Did you realize that when you're saved, when when Jesus becomes the head of your life and especially you head of households or you parental uh, people, whether you're a grandparent, a parent, if you're a parental guide in your household, if you're the one that's in authority in your home, you have that authority over your household. And part of that responsibility means that we can claim Every member of our family, our immediate family, your children, your brothers, your sisters, mom and dad, whoever is not saved, you have a right to claim them as saved, as born again. I pray this prayer like this, that Lord send effective labors by that love, my loved one's pathways that they would hear and that they would receive from so that they shall be saved. And because, you know, every one of your loved ones might not receive from you, but there is someone in their life that they will listen to. And you need to invoke your covenant right to claim your household, but you got to know your responsibilities. You got to know what's yours and what you can have. One of the scriptures in us understanding and realizing that fact is in 1 John 5 verse 14. 1 John 5 verse 14 says this, and this is the confidence that we have in him, in God, that if we ask anything According to his will, he heareth us. Let me read that again. And this is 1 John chapter 5, verse 14. And this is the confidence that we have in him, that if we ask anything according to his will, now that's important, vitally important, he heareth us. So I want you to notice a couple of words here that's so important. Pastor, what are those words? Notice the words confidence and the word heareth. Under those conditions, you know that God hears us when we pray. He hears us if we ask anything according to his will. So it's important that we get in the word and know what the word says. If we don't have the confidence or the boldness, we, when we pray, then we're not going to have an effective prayer. That must mean that the Lord, that, that we think that the Lord's not hearing us. 
if you're not playing, praying with confidence or boldness, then you don't know if God heard you or not. But if we do our part, if we ask whatever it is we're praying for in his name, according to his will, you should have all the confidence in the world that God hears you. Now, if you don't have confidence when you pray, again, it must mean that the Lord, that you think the Lord didn't hear you. If we don't fulfill our part, it won't work. What's my part? My part is being confident that God hears me and that he's a rewarder of those that diligently seek him. So, how can we get confidence? How can we have boldness? How can we walk in faith? Well, when we pray, we know we need to go to the word. Romans 10 verse 17. Romans 10 verse 17 says this. So then faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of God. How does faith come? By hearing, by you hearing. By you hearing what God's word says you can have, what you can do. That's Romans 10 verse 17. But we also, so we know we need to hear. But when we hear, what happens, Pastor? Well, we see in Psalms 119 verse 130. Psalms 119 verse 130. That's the 130th verse there. That's a long psalm, but it's a great psalm. That verse says, the entrance of thy words giveth light revelation understanding opens up your eyes so you can see it giveth understanding unto the simple that means i qualify and you qualify <laughs> amen the interest of the word of god giveth you light and it giveth understanding unto the simple well pastor that's good news it sure is but hey psalms 119 doesn't stop there verse 105 in psalms 19 says this the word is a lamp unto my feet again illumination and a light unto my path so god's word not only will give you direction but it will enlighten you on what to do how to do it when to do it so the fact is that when we walk in the light of the word we are not walking in darkness. Hey, and you shouldn't be. But many times when people pray and they're praying in darkness, it's because they don't know what God's will is. But you can know what God's will. You heard people say, well, you just never know what God will do. Well, you know, that's an untrue statement. Is it, Pastor? Yes. You can know what God's going to do. You can know his M.O., his modus operandi. How? By getting in God's word. God is consistent. If God shows us or tells us he's going to do something a certain way, then he always does it. Now, if he tells us he does things more than one way, then it, we know that too as well. But God is a God who works by legalities in other words his word will entitle us to do and to and to be what it says we can do and be but you know it's up to us it's up to us to get to know the word and again we entitled this you have authority
to claim your family, your immediate family. The, again, your sons, your daughters, your children, your brothers, your sisters, your mom, your dad, anyone in your immediate family you have entitled to. Again, every believer has authority in his own household. We have more authority there than we have anywhere. And when you are the authority in the house, you need to exercise that authority. A lot of times in the word, we see the word power and it means authority. We, we gave you this definition before, this example before, like when a police officer is standing and the, the traffic light's not working, he stands out and he raises up his hand, people stop. Why? Not because he has the power to push a two-ton vehicle and to stop it, but he has the authority. He's got the whole state law backing him. And so we respond to that authority. It's the same way spiritually and the same way with the enemy. When you have authority and you exercise your authority, the enemy will stop when you exercise your authority or when you do what you what the word says you can do. Pastor, what about is there scripture that tells us that that we can pray and that our unsaved loved ones will get saved? Yeah. In Acts 16, verse 31. Acts 16, verse 31, and this is King James, it says this, and they said, believe on the Lord Jesus Christ, very important, and thou shalt be saved and thy house. When you believe on the Lord Jesus Christ, you're going to be saved, but when you exercise your authority now you can't make anyone get saved but you can pray for them that they're in a position that to where they're here and if they're willing to receive christ you can have your house so i remember what brother just duplenty said his 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 mom prayed for him he said he was a sinner and a good one and he was out there but his mom looked at him and he came in one time just 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 full of the devil and she stopped him and she said, Jesse, you're going to be saved. <laughs> and you know what? He was. Amen. He, he, he was a heathen. And he says, he says it like this. And I was a good, <laughs> but I got saved because his mom claimed him. She took her authority in the name of Jesus. Now you can't take authority over someone's will, but you can take authority in the word that you have a legitimate right to and exercise that authority. And if you claim your households, stand. Well, Pastor, what if it takes a month or a year? Stand. Don't quit standing. Keep speaking the word. Keep praying over that unsaved loved one. Call them saved. Call them Call them healed. Call them delivered from what from the enemy. Call them the a child of God, and don't call them anything else. Don't call them a devil. They may be doing devilish things, but we all did that before we got saved. Amen, Pastor. That's good teaching. Go ahead. I believe I will. You know, too many people in praying for their family have struggled, and they are begging God. To save unsaved loved ones. But they have not backed up their prayers by claiming the promise. Claim Acts 16.31. The Bible says, 
if you believe on the Lord Jesus Christ, that you shall be saved, but that your household be saved. Pastor, can I affect my home? Yes. I've seen it in my own life. I've seen it with, with, with my family. Uh, I, I've seen it in other folks' family that stand on the promises. You know, it's so important for us to stand on the promises. And our text that we read in, in, in the first uh, scripture that we looked at in 1 John 5, that's our text. In 1 John 5, verse 14, and we're going to add a verse to that this time as we look at it, says this. And this is the confidence, confidence, confidence is another word for faith that we have in him. Again, God, that if we ask anything according to his will, God's word is his will. He hears us. So when you pray in faith, in confidence, God is going to hear you. And when you ask anything according to his will, He's going to do it. Verse 15 says the very next verse in 1 John 5 says this. And if we know that he hears us, that way we can be bold. Whatsoever we ask, according to his will, we know that if we have, we know that we have the petition that we desired of him. So petition is asking God. But you're not just asking for anything that you pulled out of the wind. You're asking him according to the word of God, according to his will. God's word is his will. And when you do his word, when you pray his word, when you're sowing his word, the Bible says the sower sows the word. You ought to be sowing the word. What do you mean by sowing the word? Planting it. So just like in, in a garden, when if you want a garden, you got to sow seed. You got to plant seed. And then you have to nurture. First of all, you get the ground all straightened out. You get the, get the ground. You get all the rocks out. You get all the hard places out. You get all the weeds out. You get all the junk out. In other words, uh, <laughs> Pastor, uh, but, but, but if I'm not saved, they're gonna, that, that stuff is going to be there. Yeah, but after you get born again, and we, hey, and that's, that's our first step is confessing Christ as our personal Savior. But once you make that confession, then you God will help you to clean your life up. And you do that by transforming your mind, renewing your mind with the word of God. Because you can have confidence. You can have that boldness. You can have the faith to trust God when you ask anything according to his will. And then you know that he hears you. Pastor, you mean I can know that God hears me? Yes. God is speaking to you through the word right now as I'm speaking to you. God wants you to know that he loves you, that he cares about you, and that you can have the confidence in him. You know, confidence also means that we trust him. He's trustworthy. He's the deliverer. He's the healer. That salvation package, you, we went over that last week, it includes soundness. It includes healing. It in it, it includes protection and, and preservation. It includes all of the blessings of God. They're, everything, these things, when you're in covenant with God, you're entitled to these things. So you can live and move and have your being in him. So you 
take the authority in the word of God. And you do it with boldness and utterance from the Holy Spirit. God wants to lead and guide you and me into all truth. But I got to know the truth. The Bible says the truth will set or make you free. And real freedom is when you're walking in the obedience of God's word and you're saved and you're free. When you're walking in grace, oh, Pastor, that means you can be forgiven. Yeah, and, and, and that even if you mess up, even if you sin, that God will, will, will forgive you. Yes, that's true. But grace gives you uh, the, the ability of not to sin. You don't have to because of grace, because of mercy. Where God's grace abounds, the blessings abound. God wants you walking in the fullness of your authority. And one of the confidence that you can have is in the authority that you can claim your household and that you can walk by faith and not by sight and walk in the integrity of God's word and be a doer of that word every day of your life. Well, Pastor, what's my first step? My first step is to pray the prayer of salvation. You pray it for yourself. But we found out when you when you do that, when you when you pray God's word, you can have the confidence that not only that you will be saved. That was Acts 16, verse 31. Again, it says Acts 16, verse 31. And they said, believe on the Lord Jesus Christ and thou shalt be saved and thy household. So when you confess him as your personal savior, you are going to be saved, but you can claim your unsaved loved ones, your immediate family, and they'll be saved too. You got to have confidence in, in that. That's what First John five fourteen tells us. And you can have boldness because you know God hears us. I want to pray that prayer of salvation with you right now. And if you never prayed that prayer, when you pray this prayer, you can know that you're saved. And then you start claiming those unsaved loved ones. They may be across the world, but you start claiming them. Start asking God to send effective laborers by their pathway. I want you to pray with me. Say this with me. Father God, right now, I confess with my mouth. I believe in my heart that you died for me, that you paid the price so that I could have life and life more abundantly. Thank you, Lord, for forgiving me of my sins and cleansing me of all unrighteousness. Thank you, Lord, for delivering me. Thank you, Lord, for healing me. Thank you for helping me. I know I needed a Savior, and I make you my Savior, and I make you my Lord right now. In Jesus' name, amen. You just prayed that prayer right now. You'll see on your screen a code where you can scan with your uh, phone and it'll take directly take you directly to our page where you can just follow these directions. And 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 there's uh, many books, three many books that, that we want to give you absolutely free where uh, and that our announcer will tell you about in just a moment. But when you scan that code, it will take you there. And if you'd like to become a, a member, uh, e-member of this church or just a member of Reach the World Bible Church, just follow those directions. It'll take you there, too, as well. And how you can do that. And we welcome you to the family. We welcome you to the family. And you can have confidence in that fact. And we just thank God for that.